five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast in partnership with Kidney Care UK, sharing faith, knowledge, hope, and love. This episode is sponsored by BD, whose products support patients with end-stage kidney disease. Hi, and welcome to Diary of a Kidney Warrior. My name is Dee Moore, and I am a stage four kidney warrior. This podcast is dedicated to encourage, educate, and inspire as we explore all aspects of kidney disease related chronic illnesses and health. If you have any questions or ideas for topics you would like me to cover, please get in contact with me on social media using the handle Diary of a Kidney Warrior. My guest today from London, England is lead vascular access nurse Fatima de Figueiredo. Fatima has been a renal nurse for 25 years and a lead vascular access nurse for 15 years. Fatima joins me today to talk about innovation in fistula options for dialysis patients. Hi and welcome to Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast. How are you doing today, Fatima? I'm doing great, Dee. I'm delighted to be here talking to you today. Thank you. And it really is an honour to be speaking with you today. I love speaking with health professionals like yourself who are passionate and committed to helping kidney patients. So welcome and thank you for joining me. Now, today we're going to be talking about innovation in fistula options for dialysis patients. And when we're talking today about fistula options, we're talking about hemodialysis. And when I'm thinking of innovation, I think of technology and a good example would be mobile phones. And if we think about how phones have transformed over the past 20 years, they've gone from this brick-sized phone that could barely do much to mini computers that you can email and take photos and videos and so much. And in the same way, there's innovation in the renal world. And specifically, we're looking at innovation in fistulas. So I'm really excited to share what is now available for kidney patients. And before we look at the innovation, I wanted to actually start from the basics and start from step one, day one. And so my first question is, what is a fistula? A fistula is a surgical connection made between a vein and an artery in your arm. Once this connection is created, high-pressure blood from the artery flows into the vein. And over a period of six to eight weeks, blood flow increases. The vein wall gets stronger and enlarges, making it possible to withstand repeated puncture with two needles to enable effective hemodialysis treatment to happen. Right. So basically then without a fistula, you cannot do hemodialysis. That's correct, Dee. You need an access into your circulation for the blood to be filtered, cleaned. Yeah, you do need a fistula. So you mentioned access. What types of access are available for patients on dialysis? There are three traditional types of access. The first one is the fistula, which is considered the 
gold standard access. We've described what a fistula is. The second one is a graft. It is a synthetic vein made of a flexible material. One end of this tube is connected to the artery. It then gets tunneled under the skin and the other end is connected to the vein. So nothing is exposed. All you can feel is the outline of the graph when you place your fingers over your skin. The third type of access, it's the catheter or the line. Again, it is a flexible plastic tube that is inserted in the big vein in your neck, and then it gets tunneled under the skin on your chest. And the line has two ports, and it looks like a Y connection. And there is also a protective cuff on the line which holds it in place once it is inserted. So those are the three types of access for hemodialysis. What are the advantages of these three types of access? So let's start with the fistula. So the fistula is formed with your own blood vessels. It provides good, reliable blood flow. The risk of infection with the fistula is very low and it lasts longer. With the synthetic vein, the graph, the graph can be inserted and used almost the same day. For those people who do not have good veins, the graph is the second option. Moving on to the catheter, again, the catheter can be inserted and used straight away. There are multiple sites where we can place a line. So those are the advantages of these three types of access. And what are the disadvantages? So let's start again with the fistula. The fistula, it may not work. You may have surgery and the fistula doesn't work. It requires surgery. It takes time to mature. And some fistulas can become very powerful and very big, and they will need further surgery to correct those problems. The graft, the synthetic vein, because it is synthetic, it carries a risk of infection. It clots. It requires a lot of maintenance. And the catheter, again, it is a synthetic, it's a plastic tube. It carries an even higher risk of infection than the fistula and the graph. The tip of the line, the sits in your heart. So if you get an infection, that infection is going to affect your heart and it can carry other associated complications. Sorry, did you say that the tip is in your heart? Yes. Wow. So we've looked at the traditional types of access, the normal fistula, the graft and the catheter, and looked at the advantages and disadvantages of the traditional options. 
So now I want to look at the innovation and the newest option that is available to hemodialysis patients. So I'm going to hand over to you now and could you share with us what is this new type of fistula? I'm delighted to talk to you about the new innovation in the vascular access for hemodialysis. If I could take you back to the traditional fistula, which was first created in 1966, and to think that from 1966 up to now, we've had no new development in the vascular access for hemodialysis. But in 2015, we started hearing about this innovation, the endo-AVF. So what is the endo-AVF? It is a minimally invasive procedure, no cuts or sutures involved. The procedure is performed by a radiologist doctor under ultrasound and x-ray guidance to form the fistula. It involves joining an artery to a closer vein. They are joined together in your forearm or your lower arm, just below the elbow crease, using a very brief burst of radio frequency energy. So that's how the endo-AVF is created. So critical D for us to offer you an endo-AVF is the fact that you have to have this vein called the perforator. It is a special vein that lies very deep in your lower arm, just below the elbow crease. And the role of this perforator vein is to join the deep veins and artery where the fistula is created to the superficial veins where we will access your bloodstream to give you dialysis. So the perforator is the deep vein that joins the deep system to the superficial veins. In a nutshell, the fistula is created the blood flows through the perforator into the superficial veins in your arm, around your elbow crease and in your upper arm. So how is that different to the traditional fistula? So the traditional fistula, you only have one vein. The artery is joined to the vein. And the blood flow increases, as we said before, some fistulas can become quite powerful. With the endo-AVF, blood flows through different veins superficially. So we call it the flow is split. Therefore, the vein doesn't become large it doesn't protrude on your arm, it doesn't become unsightly. The vein is very soft and blood flows in different veins, very superficially. So instead of bulging out on the top, it sits underneath. That's right. And they are very discreet. You can only feel the veins. Yeah, If you place your finger 
tips over the vein and you feel the vibration of the blood flowing through the veins. The blood flow is less pressurized, D, because it flows not only through one vein, but in two, sometimes three different veins. So there is less pressure, therefore, the vein does not bulges out. Right. Yeah. So that would then give a better aesthetic than... It would indeed. So for a lot of patients, when we discuss the ports, the vascular access with them, one of the questions that they ask is, will my fistula become too big? I don't want cuts. I don't want the vein to become too big on my arm. So with the endo-AVF, we can say to you that the fistula is very discreet. You will be able to wear your t-shirt. You will be able to go to the beach, go to the swimming pool, or go to the gym because your fistula will be very discreetly sitting on your arm. So what other advantages are there of the endovascular fistula? So we mentioned before, there are no cuts, no sutures. It is less invasive. It avoids scarring because there are no cuts. There is no disfigurement associated with the traditional surgically created fistula. It carries low blood flow. The fistula is less pressurized. It's less visible on your arm. And it provides you with more veins for us to place the needles in for you to have the treatment. So with a traditional fistula, you've just got the one vein that you're puncturing. Indeed. But with the endovascular fistula, you've got several. So is it two, three? You have got at least two veins and sometimes more that you can use to place the needle. So your options for needling are much greater. So does that impact on the size of the needles that are used for dialysis, depending on which type of fistula you have? So if you've got the one vein, is it a bigger needle than when you have the choice of several veins or is it the other way around? So with the endo-AVF, we advise to use shorter needles. And why? Because the veins are very superficial. Therefore, you do not need longer needles because the vein lies just below the skin. So you are absolutely right. We use shorter needles. So does that impact on pain in terms of, is it going to be less painful than to use a shorter needle? I don't think so, Dee, because when you are puncturing a fistula, it's the same process with the traditional fistula and the endo-AVF. The difference is that when you are needling, you have to be very gentle inserting the needle because the vein is softer. It's less pressurized, therefore it's softer. So you need the person placing the needles needs to take a different approach to needle endo-AVFs. Think differently. It's a gentler approach. It's a shorter needle. But talking about the pain, you know, there are 
local anesthetic creams that can be applied over the vein before we place the needles in. There are sprays that can be sprayed over the vein to numb the area. I think with the pain, it does not change because it involves puncturing the skin into the vein. So, you know, that element of pain. And as you know, pain is a very individual experience. Some people can take a lot of pain. They have a very high pain threshold. Other people, you know, have a very low pain threshold. We need to take each individual patient separately. And, you know, as I said, and the way the needle is placed into the vein, it varies. You know, some people are very gentle. Other people are, you know, a little bit more abrupt. So all that impacts on the pain. Communication. If I prepare you psychologically and I tell you exactly what I'm about to do, you know, you follow the process of needling with me. So we do it together. And that also impacts on the pain. So what are the disadvantages of the endovascular fistula? As we mentioned before, to have an endovascular fistula, you need to have that vein called the perforator. So if you don't have the perforator, we could not consider you to have the procedure. The fistula may not work, but if it doesn't work, you would still have the option to have a traditional surgically created fistula. And sometimes the endo-AVF will work, but we'll need to do some tweaking to make it work as well as we would like it to. So it may require a little revision. But other than that, there is no other sort of disadvantages. In terms of pain during the procedure, you know, the procedure can be done under a local anesthetic. You do not need to go under general anesthetic. And there is also the another type of anesthesia called the nerve block, where your whole arm is anesthetized. And with the endo-AVF, a lot of radiologist doctors, they like to offer that option to the patient for a very specific reason. One, the whole arm becomes paralyzed during the surgery and the veins dilate. So it helps with the creation of the fistula. So really, there are lots of advantages there. There's clearly one disadvantage that is out of anyone's control, and that's whether you have the perforator vein or not. But overall, there seems to be a lot of advantages of this new option. So for someone who has been told they have got to go on to dialysis and they've chosen hemodialysis and they're looking at their fistula options, how do they go about choosing the endovascular fistula option? So we would see the patient in clinic and we would discuss the options. We would explain the surgically created fistula and the endo-AVF, and then we would send the patient to the vascular laboratory to have the scan to see whether that perforator vein is there. 
the size of the artery, size of the vein as well. And if all these parameters are there, we would then offer you that option. Do you want a surgically created fistula or the endo-AVF? And we are now able to offer the option. Prior to this innovation coming into being, you know, patients would come to the clinic and would ask, isn't that anything new? Could you not put an access, a port in your arm that stays there and you don't need to do anything else to it? And, you know, unfortunately, we would say, well, this, you know, is not available. But now we can say to them, look, you can choose. These are the options provided that you have suitable veins and you have the perforator, we can offer you this endo-AVF. So in closing, today we've looked at the different types of access available for dialysis patients and we've looked at the normal fistula, the graft, the catheter and the advantages and disadvantages of these and then we've looked at the innovation, the new option, the endovascular fistula and the advantages and disadvantages of this. And so I'm going to leave the final word with you, Fatima. What is your final word for the listeners? The take-home message here is that we are delighted with the new innovation in the vascular access for hemodialysis, the endo-AVF. But what I would like to say to the renal patients is that the endo-AVF does not replace the surgically created fistula. We have the option now, but the patient needs to have suitable veins and the decision of which is the best, the most appropriate fistula to be created should be made between the clinician and the patient, provided that the suitable veins are there for the patient to make an informed decision. Thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing this information with myself and the listeners about the options that are available for dialysis. And it's really exciting to hear that there's innovation and there's new options out there for dialysis patients to choose from. So thank you so much. Thank you, Dee. I've thoroughly enjoyed our chat and I am, like you, delighted to have a new option to offer for the renal patients. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast. And don't forget that you can contact me on social media using the handle Diary of a Kidney Warrior. Please do subscribe to the podcast and please do tell a friend. New episodes of this podcast are released every other Monday. Until next time, take care and choose to live. Diary of a Kitty Warrior. Sharing faith, knowledge, hope and love.